Hello my lovelies, I'm Jay Akrenensai and these are going to be our Libra Eclipse messages. I decided to do them for the individual signs. Now there's loads of reasons for this and you're going to get those messages in other videos. Um, hopefully you guys have watched the Libra seasonals. Remember I said at the beginning of the Libra seasonals that they were just a place to begin. There were loads of other messages coming through. I've also started doing the weekly Aquarian insights, which is my messages and when and where I can, I will share them from an astrological point of view or a tarot point of view or an energetic point of view. But even if I can't, I plan to share whatever I'm picking up about the collective. I'm all about the collective at the moment, as some of you guys know. Now, this Libra solar eclipse that's coming up and it's happening on the 14th of October. Um, I think it's early evening here. Maybe it's like just before 7 p.m. in the evening in the UK. I think you'll have to double check that check it out and that's my mum's birthday as well that libra solar eclipse it feels and i mean that literally as a feeling you guys know i work in energies it feels really significant for me personally and collectively so rather than doing it as one big video i decided to do these as individual videos this intro will be on all the videos the reason is i want to take my time with them i want to be able to read the oracle cards which i don't do when i do that mega video so I'm using Alice the Wonderland, which I'm quite surprised that deck offered itself up for these. And I'm using the Oracle of Visions, which I like to use when I'm going for intuitive messages. In the same vein, that's the reason I'm using Lenormand for this, not Tarot, because with the Lenormand, it's a sandbox that I love for my intuitive messages. And that's kind of what I'm feeling around this as well. This is going to be that new moon energy on steroids. And in that vein, then I would look at this as a six month cycle. Now, what does that mean? It means this is a solar eclipse in Libra that we're having in Libra season. There will be a lunar eclipse or how I see this kind of cycle going to is when there'll be the moon in Libra in Aries season. So that's a six month cycle. So you can revisit this. You can bookmark it, revisit it in a month, two months, three months, whenever because I think the energies play out on a much grander scale. I will just tell you straight off here, although I am planning to do a greater talk on this, I do kind of feel a lot of feminine energy around this. I mean, that's a no brainer, right? When we've got a solar eclipse. But I've also had messages come through around Lilith, which has changed signs, and Selena, which is white moon. We talk a lot around black moon Lilith, there is white moon Selena as well and I've been working with that energy quite a bit too but as I said I will be talking about that in a later video so there's a lot going on and each of the videos that I post each of the readings that I post they are a piece of the puzzle they are one perspective or one idea around this so I'm trying to go for a holistic with all of these aspects and perspectives that they come together and you are a crucial part of that so see how this plays out for you work with the energies that are presented but in this reading just to kind of reiterate i am going for a purely kind of intuitive what are the cards saying message rather than intellectualizing and, and bringing in the more astrology stuff although inevitably i end up doing that sometimes anyway because that's my process but the intention is to just give you the messages that come up in this thank you to everyone that likes shares subscribes you guys help the channel immensely when you do that a massive thank you and a shout out to everyone that makes a donation. You guys really help to support the channel and I cannot thank you enough for that. There is information in the description on how to make a donation or to book a reading with me. That's all I think I want to say for this. I love you guys. 
let's get on with the reading Hello my lovelies, these are going to be your Libra solar eclipse messages for Cancer. Hello Cancer, right, let's have a little word first. Um, have I finished? Yes, I've finished. Um, let me have a little word first with those of you that are struggling at the moment. And I don't, alright, so there's a few, I mean anyone could be struggling, right? The world bloody looks like it's struggling at the moment. That's kind of the point of this, right? When you're, you've got prominent Cancer in your chart and I know if anyone's ever said to me as a slur oh but you're an air sign um or you're just an Aquarius right that kind of that I don't understand um unfortunately or sadly it's been cancer uh, it's been cancer on cancer videos especially on YouTube that I used to get that kind of a message of you know where I'm not emotional or I'm just too logical or whatever and part of my own journey has been to work with my cancer energy and um there's a lot of amazing cancers in my life that have inadvertently, I will say, helped me with that. But um, yeah, you know, I I say this from a very p personal place, from my own interaction with, with cancers and with cancer energy. Uh, if you were wondering, I mentioned in the intro about Selena, White Moon Selena. My White Moon Selena is at zero degrees cancer. My Nessus is at zero degrees cancer. My vertex and my Saturn are at 29 degrees Cancer. So Cancer is quite important for me personally in my chart. And I have placements at the anoretic degrees, the critical degrees of Cancer. That doesn't make me an expert on anything. But it does help me with certain perspectives and to understand a lot of what you guys are going through. So I wanted to share that as in this is not... I mean, because when you use words to explain things, it can come across as, as very cerebral, right? Very logical. And this is not coming from that place. This is a feeling that I have. There's a lot going on in the world, right? There's a lot going on in the world. And it's not just cancers that feel this, but I'm particularly going to say it to you guys because you guys are known for that. For, you know, I talked about it in Mercury and Cancer, that the, when you can pick up on what's going on around you and the feelings of others. And when emotions, that's your realm, right? I mean, you've got the bloody heart as the first card out. When emotions are that heightened, you're going to feel it. Now, if you're aware of those abilities within yourself, if you are aware of what is happening in the world and take it from an Aquarius, right? When you pick it up, when you're feeling all of that stuff, if you're aware of that, I know I do this. I know I, I pick up the feelings and whatever everyone else Hopefully that can give you some solace. Hopefully that can, I mean, it's a solar eclipse in your fourth house, right? Part of this is going to be in how you take care of yourself. Now, when you're not aware that you do that, when you're not aware that you're a sponge, when you're not aware that you pick up on everything and whatever the world is feeling and that you are the doorway through that collective feeling comes through you. You may begin to look, you may externalize your feelings and look around your life and think, oh God, this relationship really sucks or oh God, this job really sucks, right? Because you're feeling so much and there's a sense of, well, something has to be to blame. Someone has to be to blame. So there may be a person, a situation, um, a job, whatever in your life that gets the brunt of it and it may not be that. 
one of the reasons I'm saying this to you, I mean, the two reasons I'll give you. One is this Oracle card over here. And look, look at this card. I mean, you can't make this shit up, right? When this comes up and you're reading for the sign, that is the I feel of the collective. So I do want to say, be extra gentle with yourself this Libra season and going forward because and I've, I've worked with a lot of empaths. I've worked with my own empathic abilities around this, right? That empathy is seen as a superpower and it can be. Nothing is good or bad, right? Right? Or wrong. I mean, you've got that dynamic coming up here. Empathy is seen as that, you know, that to, to empathize with, with another. But when you feel it so much that you become what that other person thing, whatever situation is feeling, then we become of no use. And what you'll find empaths doing is building walls and structures and boundaries to keep things out. You're a water sign. You know how well that works, right? You end up isolated and alone and no, that, that it just doesn't work. So in a sense, what we have to learn how to manage as empaths, you know, to varying degrees, whatever, however, whatever you want to call it, I'm just calling it empathic ability or a highly sensitive person, if you want, right, is we have to be able to know how to manage and deal with our own emotions and what comes up within us. That is the first factor. That is the first part of this. Now, that doesn't mean ignoring. That doesn't mean mood adjusting. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. It's what, what do we need for our growth? And there's themes around repetition that come up. Aggression and anger may come up in your life when you get this. Uh, this is called the whip or the birch or the broom, depends on what deck you, you use around this. Um, so I just wanted to say that, be extra gentle with yourself. I get it, right? As much as it's about managing all of that stuff, exposing yourself to intense emotions, it's okay to say that. It's okay to say to loved ones, whatever, that, you know, I'm highly sensitive at the moment. I feel really overwhelmed, emotionally intuitive at the moment. Um, rather than i mean what's the other way of saying that is that you're too much you're pissing me off you're doing whatever if you need to take time out please take it please take it but know that it is with the the mindset of let me i, I get what's going on here i need to go back into this but i i need to take a moment for myself so i can slowly bring myself in increments to be exposed to whatever's going on so i want to say that to you guys that doesn't apply to you. Thank you for listening through that. You might be thinking, what the hell is she talking about? All right, let's begin. We're going to begin with shine bright like a candle. I mean, it will make sense why I said all that in just a moment. But shine bright like a candle. And the key phrase on this is, you will make it through this. Here's the excerpt from through the... And it feels very somber. Your reading feels very somber. But here, here, here we go. So here's the excerpt from Through the Looking Glass. For it might end, you know, said Alice to herself. In my going out altogether like a candle, I wonder what I should be like then. Here's the message. You are changing and all about you, everything seems unfamiliar. You are changing so much that you may be wondering if you will make it through this change. You may, be, you may like Alice, be thinking that if things keep going the way they are, that you could go out like a candle and end altogether. But Alice does not cease to exist simply because she is in an unpredictable situation and nor will you. You have a bright and glorious light within you that will shine through all the changes in your life. Through every opportunity, 
and perfect decision. It will shine despite the mistakes and hurts you may experience. The brightness within you is eternal and cannot be put out so easily. So despite the times when you fear that darkness lies ahead, know that the guiding light you seek is inside of you. And that's that fourth house energy, right, with the solar eclipse there. When you receive this card, know that no matter how difficult or strange things seem to be, and no matter how much your life is altering, that you are a bright and shining soul and you will continue to shine for a long time to come. Yes, you may wonder what will become of you, but do not torture yourself with unnecessary worries or contemplate disasters. It is natural to feel a little anxious and to prepare for the worst, but trust this card. Your light has a long time yet to shine in this world. It will grow. It will only grow brighter as your soul continues its marvellous journey through the wonderland of existence. So here's the divination message. Your divine light is strong. You are radiant. Endurance, resilience, making it through a trying time. Hopeful future. Wondering about life and death. Contemplating the purpose of your existence. Connections with the afterlife. Here's the reversed message. No interest in life beyond the immediate and material questioning whether there is existence beyond this lifetime, the refusal to wonder about the next stages of your life or what will happen next, sureness that nothing at all will change. Now, that's the reversed message around this. So a lot of change, you know, and that's where this feeling of overwhelm may be coming in. I don't know if I can put up with this. I don't know if I can endure this, right? And if this was the tarot, that would be where the Ace of Wands comes up. Um, maybe with something like the Wheel of Fortune or, you know, one of those big cards of change. In fact, just to spoiler alert this, the tower comes up here. And I keep saying that, oh, the tower in the Lenormand isn't the same as the tower in the tarot. However, you got the scythe and the tower, which is the same as the tower in, in the tarot. So there is this kind of, that's change. But you play a role in this. It's not the change that is happening to you it's how you navigate the change so i want to be very clear on that now let's have a look at this card which i'm not gonna lie my heart kind of sank when i saw this card and there aren't any good or bad cards right they all show something but is this happening in the world right now or is it not yes it is so there's a sense of fatigue that comes over me when i look at this card and here are the key phrases belief faith and there was a quote here by Mahatma Gandhi and it says faith must be enforced by reason when faith becomes blind it dies some of you may be experiencing a crisis of faith some of you may be have more faith than ever have more belief than ever right but how is that being expressed out in your life so let's let's read this the concept of this card is similar to those presented in the faith cards of my tarot deck. So faith, that's the Hierophant in um, Chira Marchetti's decks. I think he calls it Hierophant faith. A selection of religious symbolism represents a gamut of beliefs. The irony of this common denominator is tragic. With so much suffering inflicted in their name, religions have much to answer for. The blindfold can represent the blind faith such religions demand from their followers, but also the blindness often shown towards the beliefs of others. All this is set against the backdrop of Darwinian evolution shown in red below. 
and you can see it right at the bottom there so you see darwinian evolution at the bottom and the symbols are faith and religion Sorry, let me say that again. So all this is set against the backdrop of Darwinian evolution shown in red below the various golden symbols. An ironic contradiction that represents the common denominator of humanity is shared by all religions and adds a question mark to them all. You may be having a crisis of faith. You may be wondering what you believe, right? Um, especially if your faith has always guided you through darkness and it doesn't feel like it's enough at the moment um i'm gonna say this to you guys because because you got this masculine and feminine it's coming up a lot and i know why it's coming up a lot this is this is part of what we are going through it's part of the divisiveness it's part of where we see the good the bad uh, good and bad right and i would highly recommend if this is a theme that's playing out for you if you find yourself um unable to reconcile you know differences or another side or whatever check out the gemini reading because that kind of breaks it down and i i've got i've got a feeling something around in the weekly Aquarian insight talk will be around this as well um but i usually start here so the energy flows this way right remember they work in columns those cards at the bottom are expressions of whatever this is so how is it embodied how is it expressed through this um, I'm going to try to give as many as mundane examples of this as possible, but that's with so many people with such a huge time frame that this covers that may not be so easy to do. But we begin with heart with and you can see the heart there, which is love, right? We've got we've got these two swans and they make that symbol of the heart. I will read you what it says from the little book here. It's 24. This is what it says. The form of happiness, sorry, the form of happiness and love is simply drawn in my shape. I'm your feelings and emotions. I'm your passions and devotions. Just make sure no bad cards are around to spoil this fondness and affection. Now, I want to, you know me and the good and the bad and whatever. And that's part of the themes that come up here, right? But but one of the cards that i think in the tradition of the lenormand that would be considered a bad card right or a difficult card is this the broom the birch the whip whatever you want to call it uh, i'm going to read that to you as well so you can know what the card has to say to you and it says be warned of high temper i bring conflict and strife you will find me in competitions because i work with repetition Arguments and quarrels are my patent, but I am not always a villain. I can be found in the gym or in a lusty bed on a whim. Now, I want to read what they say about it. It says, the birch or broom is one of the troublesome cards of the Lenormand. I like they use the word troublesome. Unlike in tarot, there are definitely favourable and unfavourable cards in this system. When the birch comes, frenzy will be whipped up, creating discord and a person will be quick to anger. This card is trouble, strife, disharmony, conflict, argument, and all things stressful. Just want to read the bottom. In the most positive sense, we have here a card calling us to bring our, our forces and attention together, to get focused, to get all our ducks in a row. Now, this can be in terms of, you know, 
changing like those things that we do again and again seeing repetition in our life and saying right no, no we're not doing this anymore this just keeps happening right it can be that we crack the whip it has the ability to change now here's the thing though i'm talking to cancer you're having a fourth house transit so all this emotional stuff that comes up and then how we feel safe you have the heart coming up immediately this can be reactions to the heart this can be an expression of your emotions and you may feel angry you know and we're coming in with this so this might be already happening for you anger um the 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 not so wonderful you know stellar emotions that we always want to feel happy and loving and caring and nurturing yet those can be expressed you know we can feel immense anger over something or someone that we love being hurt or when they hurt us right we feel we feel the most anger towards those that betray us that betray our trust so it's not as clear-cut as it would seem it would it's not as clear-cut as it, as it would seem in terms of there's a muddying of the waters here and i just want to take i'll get to the bottom in a moment but i just want to take you over here because where does this flow right so you've got this heart energy you've got this feminine energy and you've got this masculine energy here and yeah, and I talked about this in the Gemini reading. Um, there's two masculine cards. There's two feminine cards in this deck. In fact, I'll show you. I did the same thing for Gemini. And there is something. Well, let me show you. So have a look. That's the equivalent for that, right? The feminine and his the masculine so if you have a look there's a softer look to these two with the rose and they're waiting and she looks like she's looking off she's put a, holding a book to her chest looking off thinking about something or waiting for someone he looks like he's barefoot there's a softness to him here there's a much more primal energy to you know look at them right and he's got a mars necklace on she's got a venus necklace ne necklace on so let's let's remove these two for a moment in that sense then i think even though this is a masculine con card it is represented in a feminine in a softer way and even though she is a feminine card she is represented in a much more masculine way right and i know some people don't like those terms but we have to come to grips with those ideas and what they represent because that's part of the problem right that is part of the problem I don't want to repeat what I talked about in the Gemini reading. I would very much recommend that for you, especially if you are having um, dilemmas, questions around faith and belief, right? Because that's going to come from your 12th house. Um, it can come from 9th as well. What's in your 9th house? Well, bloody hell, you've got um, Saturn there. So I understand where this is all coming from. But to explore the more hidden stuff, you might want to check out the Gemini reading. I'm just going to say that because a lot of this came up in that. Um, and I do shuffle the cards up mad in between. This is definitely your reading. Now, so think about this. If we are, if, I mean, think about what we, and it's going to be individual for each of us, right? And some of you may think, but how is that, right? Feminine is feminine and masculine is masculine. I do want to add this, even though I said in the Gemini reading that even within when we break down feminine energy i think about goddesses right think about what i said in the intro i talked about lilith and i talked about selena black moon lilith white moon selena they both 
feminine energies and yet one is often associated with the darkness and the other with light in fact selena is where our light is where we shine in our in our charts um and it's not just that it it can be if if you look at the hindu goddesses which all of the goddesses it, there's only one divine feminine energy and one masculine energy but there are different faces to it within hinduism and so you see that when you're looking at um Gali and Bhadavati, right? So you have that destructive um, energy of Gali, very powerful. And, but you have that nurturing, motherly energy of Bhadavati. Again, when you're looking at, you know, you might say, well, that's all the, the women got that great. But then you've got within the, the masculine, uh, within Egyptian mythology, you've got Horus and Osiris, right? They represent similar energies around that in fact i would argue that osiris could be seen as mars in scorpio and horus as mars in aries in certain aspects and i not completely um who else what do i want to think of one more mask in again hindu in hindu um in the hindu religion with the gods you've got vishnu and you've got shiva so again this very kind of dynamic destructive powerful energy um a, a softer uh, approach and I see that in your cards in the fact the way that these two came up there is not one way to express there is not one way to just say I love you there is not just one way to do something out of love and when you have this very dynamic energy coming up um, which can very much be repetition what we do again and again now i would ask you to consider carrots and sticks when this comes up how do you treat your emotions what is the story that you have around your feelings of when they tell you so now we, we talk about this a lot on aquarian insight but it's really important to get a handle on this of what you believe what you about yourself even it might have standards that you've set you for yourself that i should be like this and i should be like that which is why you feel like you won't get through it or you won't ever be able to shine bright like a candle and you're asked to look at this through the lens of growth and we have the tree here that comes up at the bottom the tree is whatever supports us and sometimes we use things to support us that are not helpful right and which might be alcohol which might be i don't know porn it could be things that don't actually help us to grow because the tree is all about growth but they allow us to remain stable you know um to help us to get through things but they become destructive in and of themselves then right so so there's a great amount of passion and anger even like you know enough i've had enough of this but how do you express it out in the world and we've got this yin yang almost coming up here now, how do we understand this energy, right? It's like, it's all well and good if that's the masculine feminine, that's the feminine masculine. Well, we have the child that comes up here. If you watch the weekly that I did for the, uh, I think it was the 9th to the 15th of October, check that out, right? Go back and have a look at it if you haven't already. The, the Page of Cups and the Three of Swords very much embodies this. It's that childhood trauma energy. It's the stories that we've had about ourselves and about the world since we were children. So there's part of that is, is understanding what motivates this, the expression of this in that way. 
But the other part of this is what is birthed? What do we create when we have the marriage of these two, the marriage of heaven and earth, the marriage of our material physical reality and our spiritual beliefs, of our internal reality and our external reality? What is birthed from that? That's what I see this little kid here um, representing in that sense. Um, let me see if I can... I'll read you some of the keywords that go with this. I usually only do the keywords at the end, but it's very important how this is expressed because this is, a, this is like, yeah, I get it, Jay. This is always like, you know, yeah, we feel stuff. Yeah, we can get angry. Yeah, we can hurt ourselves. This can be self-flagellation, right, with that whip that we can do that. But it's about helping us to grow and to branch out, whether that's in our relationships, whether that's in our how we take in the world how we take in this um stimulation i was gonna say simulation mm. but you know whatever it is that's going on around maybe there's problems in the family fourth house transits can bring those up how do we grow what are we doing around this so um i'm gonna read you what what tree says it says the tree represents health and all that helps us remain balanced and vital in its basic meaning in life in all its aspects, its basic meaning is life, sorry, in, in all its aspects and what enables us to grow. Small things can shake that balance or alter the flow of life from poor conditions to illnesses and ailments. When tree shows up, be aware of how the tree is trying to survive. It may be standing tall or bending, swaying or breaking under the strain of some cards. And it could be this, could be under the strain of unexpressed passion could be under the strain of anger, fear, right? Whatever this would be, self-flagellation. All of the stuff that I said around this, under the strain of that. And yet it all comes from a heart space, right? So when you've got people like me saying, hey, listen to your heart and stuff, your heart may be trying to get the whip out, right? You know, so I understand that. Very much understand that. Where was I? It says, it's, all right. Its positioning is crucial to interpretation, which I did that. The tree is a slow grower, so it sometimes has the effort of slowing things down. Sorry, it has the effect of slowing things down or of appreciating an organic and gradual influence. There is change happening and there's growth happening in this area, but it may be coming up a lot, which is why, you know, you're at this kind of pinnacle or peak point of this where thinking, I can't handle this, right? I can't handle this so much. But I wanted to have a look at child... So let's let's kind of bring this up. Um, where was this? Well, I mean, one of the things it says, sometimes it means a nervous anticipation or childish excitement, as well as issues of trust. Do you trust yourself? You know, sometimes we don't trust ourselves to say something because we might lose our temper. Or sometimes we don't trust ourselves to be exposed to something because we don't know if we can handle how we'll feel about that. Right? So I, there is a lot that comes up around this and the blending of this of what is born some of you may literally be like as a parent and with children have concerns coming up around this um and, and i work with a lot of parents and it can be that you know we see reflected in our child our own themes or shadows or things that we're dealing with and that's horrible right because then we blame ourselves the whip comes out that we blame ourselves is this because i did this is this because i you know 
whatever. But then the same happened to us. So I understand. Here's the key words around child. Baby, child, young person, teenager, son or daughter. Childhood, spontaneity, childlike, innocence, trust, new perspectives, fresh viewpoints, immaturity, naivety, unskilled, vulnerability, small, early, descendants, irresponsible, blank slate, playful, birth, sorry, yeah, playful, birth, inexperienced, yet to ripen, simplicity, wonder, forward, premature, vulnerable, did I say vulnerable twice? Oh, vulnerable, yeah. Fragile, little, miniature, anticipation. So what is born of the in the outward expression of your inward life and how much of your inner life you bring into your outward expression? I know that sounds like I'm saying the same thing, but those two represent that. Now, what you have over here, so where it's leading is around communication. And I just want to say like with with this this can mean a lot of things letter it means communication now it can be very literal if this was a personal reading we might talk about invoices we might talk about handing in a notice we might talk about um a government kind of thing that's coming because it it is that kind of it's a slow communication it's something it's in the post right that's that's what this kind of shows in fact i'll read you what the card has to say to you so you can connect the dots yourself in your own life It says, I'm a document, I'm a message, I'm information, I'm a package. Sometimes I can be an invoice, a certificate or a test result. You can find me as your mail, a newsletter or an award. Look around me to find out more of what I am leaning toward. And what I kind of get of this, it's the communication of, of this. The expression of your heart, how you express it, how you speak about it. And I know there's been struggles around this, whether it's um, you're finding it difficult to express some stuff or you're finding it difficult to not express stuff, right? You To keep it in, to not say it, to not explode in some cases with the that card coming up there. Now, what you got with this was the bear card, which is polar bear in this. This is, I want to say this. Whether you are the, the bear, whether it's somebody else that you find as the bear, right? Whether it's this, whatever that feeling of overwhelm is or something that's overbearing, that's, the, that's part of the bear. It is strong. It is protective. And if we'd gotten the bear over here with the woman, that would have been, um, that's like a mama bear energy that comes in, like what I want to protect. Uh, what I want to go for but this is through the words that are used this is through the expression of how we convey this how we interact with information that comes to us or what is said to us and also what how, how we express out in the world from a mundane level I just I realize I haven't really done that too much this might be um what's going to be the indis biggest indicator of what this is for you are your behavioral patterns especially around how you feel right if you kind of close it in yourself like the crab that scurries away and hides under the under the sand right you may be addressing that because there's repetition right of saying well let me try a different way 
if you're the crab that's out there fighting all the time then it this might be the kind of i need to pause and and look at this so your own circumstances and that's only two examples there's a number of ways this can be expressed and the fact that it's the child that comes up there who is naive who doesn't know who who will it's like the pages right in the, the tarot that will come up with a different way understand their emotions in a different way explore the truth in a different way so I was hoping to give you more mundane examples, but this is going to very much look at your own life. Know that what is the new way that I could do this? Now, the, it's really difficult, impossible, some might argue, to know what you don't know, right? It's like, well, how would I do things differently? I don't know. First and foremost is not to do things that you've always done, like not to that, not to go in for your knee-jerk reaction or catch yourself. I know we can't help it sometimes and say, okay, I'm not doing this to ask different questions, to make different decisions, to show up in a different way, to react in a different way. Even when you're, the first reaction is the one that you always have, the habit, the repetition of the, the whip, right? But then to think, okay, no, that's not worthy or I I'm not doing that anymore. I have to look at this in a different way. Um, especially when it comes to what you believe, what others believe. It doesn't have to be around religion. The Hierophant isn't around religion. Hierophant can be, it could be an argument with your spouse on how to raise the kid. Do you see that? Like you have different traditions. You come from different families, you have different traditions. Um, it can be that. Or you've always had certain rules around how you engage with friends or family members and stuff. And, and that's changed. Now, here's the thing with the polar bear and this is why this i think you will that the shine bright like a candle you will you will make it through this comes up is no matter how much you do the whip whether it's to yourself to others to get yourself to work to get yourself to show up whatever it is whatever your routine changes that you've had whatever you label under growth right this is growth for me and growth for different it all looks different for one person, shutting up is growth. For another person, speaking is growth, right? Speaking up. So you only know in yourself what is growth. You know, someone's first step may be somebody's last step, right? Uh, for somebody else that we don't know the journeys that each of us are on. I want you to remember this. It may make you feel strong to behave in that way. It may make you feel strong to express in that way. It it may make you feel strong to, re to retreat in that way. But what that beer says is, I'm going to read it from this as well. That beer, as strong as it is, as mighty as it is, as solid as it is there. And I said the Taurus got this and it's very Taurian, very that's, this is what I stand for. This is what I protect. It will collapse under relentless hits. You can't keep doing the same thing that you always have. That's what it says, right? Or or to someone else, if you think you can keep, you know, doing that to someone else, it collapses. I'm going to read you, I'm going to read you bear from this one, even though it's not that card, because I think it expresses it the best, just half of the, towards this. It says, um, so it's talking about bear. It says, it's a big personality, but can be possessive as well as generous. It can absorb a lot of impact. But if it endures shock too long, it can buckle under the strain. Now, let me see. It says cards around beer can receive its protection or be possessed by it. The effect of beer is enduring or long term. 
So it's one of the slower cards, but we got this around it. What we do with information, what, how we communicate, like that's all changing around this. Now, this we're moving towards it. So this is what you're exploring the next six months. You got as the expression of this, the scythe and the tower. And let's begin with the tower. The tower on its own isn't the tower from the tarot. The tower on its own is an organization. Now, I'll tell you, it can be an ivory tower. It's where we lack humanity, where we lack pragmatism. The rules are the rules are the rules. Like, you know, that kind of, it's where we've reached, we might have reached the peak or the pinnacle of something. It reminds us that it's lonely at the top. You know, it's lonely being right. It's lonely knowing what the situation is. If you were the only one in your family that that knew the truth around something, right? And everyone else wanted to buy in, like to keep it happy families and stuff and everyone was cool. That's very lonely. If you find a new way of doing something and you're marching ahead saying, hey guys, look at this, it's amazing, let's do this. You're alone. So this card reminds us it's lonely at the top. It can, and it can be mark where we kind of protect ourselves, where we go off alone, right? But it's the, it removes us from the heart. It's, it's not an expression of it. We remove ourselves from feeling. It's where we might protect ourselves from um, having to feel anything. It's that distance that comes up. Let me just get this from this book. I mean, this is the bit that I'm trying to say. Let's read this. So it says the tower represents any large building or institution. It also denotes the, the town or city. Tower in its official capacity can sometimes render us fearful, servile or disempowered. The tower separates the high form from, sorry, the tower separates the high from the low. It is the card of those who aim high professionally. The loneliness of the tower is another factor because it tends to separate or isolate aspects in a reading. Now, based on faith, based on belief, based on feelings, based on expression of feelings. Right. So we've got the other cards giving us the themes that this comes up in. So we struggle. The tower can fail to take into account human factors. It expresses immobility, rigidity and formality. And is the card of the patriarch or father. So we've got this coming up here and I want to read you the keywords. Company, institutions, large building, elevation, promotion, authority, lofty, precedent, corporate, tall, civic, ambitious, enclosed, control, status, unapproachable, traditional, formal, bureaucratic, rules, restrictions, boundaries, hierarchy, limit, did I just say that? No, limitations, rule bound, thinking big, the party line, officialdom, government, legal matters, constructs, concepts, discoveries, aspirations, administration, cerebral, rigid, immovable, exacting, high standards, duty, distant. Why I say that this in this reading is the tower, the tower that falls, um, the blasted tower that comes up in the tarot is because it comes up with scythe. And, you know, a, a scythe is now a scythe isn't always bad. It does represent quick, sharp, decisive action. There was an error message just there, and I, I think I haven't checked, but I was talking about the side. So if I'm repeating some of this, I'll I'll try to sort it out when I render it. But the side, it's decisive, right? And I, but think about it, this is what I'm saying: it's not always good or bad, right? You know, yes, it can 
maybe be used as a weapon or whatever but it's usually shown with you can see it there with wheat right so it's the harvest it's used to harvest something as well whatever this tower represents solitude fortress of solitude right or um the ivory tower or the rules that we hide behind or the organizations that we hide behind or the the government edicts that we hide behind like whatever it is for you um around this that and it might be what allows us to take the hits right what allows us to stand to because it's one way of getting through things i think this represents and i think that's coming to an end so we can find more different ways to do this that are representative of what we believe that are representative of what we're creating that are less rigid and less repetitive then with that side it is taking down that tower and so i, I do want to read you side and i'm going to read you the keywords for that it's very important it's very important here this is what comes up at the end so i hope you'll forgive me for reading it to you so it says the scythe brings danger as well as enabling us to deal swiftly with decisions that need radical action. The scythe affects cards to its left, which bear the impact of its sudden action. Cards, I mean, it, this could be a loss of innocence then with that kid there, right? But cards on the cards on the handle or wheat sheaf side can hint about your can hint about your resources and how you best use them or indicate a danger that you've passed when the card comes next to key, oh, it doesn't say we don't have key here anyway but here's the keywords cutting losses rupture severance necessity shortcut reducing things harvest gathering resources storing controlling reducing hastening impatient sudden sudden cut off point being dumped time to assess termination savage caustic break up break down edge brink division reaping rewards wise provision good husbandry pruning accident cut wound scar critique realistic pragmatic careful vigilant separation radical danger set aside exiled abrupt salvage it went dark the sun just went behind a cloud i think while i was reading that Irre irrevocable rejected shock troubled military now i want you to see this as that is a tower moment but you may be the agent of that or you may be the one that deals with that i mean i you know i've got as an aquarius i've got uranus in my fourth as i've had a lot of stuff going through my fourth i know how sudden these changes come and what they can be but it i also know how when i've made changes to at fourth house themes in myself right how suddenly the changes have come from that how others have been impacted by the changes that i've made as well but the key thing to remember here is this blending of the two i think is key and that whip is it's very prominent very prominent and the reminder that yes i get it like you know you will make it through this but who's what are you trying to make it through like be mindful of where you're doing it to yourself of you have an expectation of yourself of you know this is the only expression of love that how i can do this of you know that very kind of distinct definitions of what it means feminine energy or yin energy right or masculine energy masculine energy of what it means to let go and let god or go with the flow what it means to 
um, take action and, you know, be out there in the world. Um, because with that child, there's a new way of doing this is a naivety but there's changes that are needed around this um especially with that side decisive action decisive uh, well decisions right decisive decisions but it's very decisive action it's something that we take and it's and it it's take that side is taking down that tower that's the way i see this so be very mindful of that i hope this helps you cancer i know this a lot of this is very internal but it is how it's expressed out in the world. The letter says that. Both what is expressed and what is taken. What is what we take it, how we take it in. You know, we keep, I can take this, I can put myself there. Based on what rules, based on what standards, based on whose ideas are this, like why are we doing this? There you go, my lovelies. Those are your messages. I love you guys very much. I will see you next time. But that's all for now. Goodbye.